It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Not one, not two, not three, not four, but five. Five official visits for the Auburn Tigers this weekend. What it means and more. Let's go! Well, Zach, I, I actually just finished crushing some chicken parm, and I am freaking ready to rock and roll. You are Locked On Auburn, your daily podcast on the Auburn Tigers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, welcome on into Locked On Auburn, your daily Auburn Tigers podcast. I'm your host, Zach Blackerby, and thank you so much for making Locked On Auburn your first listen every single day. It's Thursday. We're joined by John Garcia, Jr., Locked On Recruiting Insider, heads up all recruiting content with Sports Illustrated. John, busy weekend on the planes. Five OVs coming in. We talked about Brian Harson needing to see some uh, some momentum. Jamal Jarrett, the defensive lineman. Jay Nosberry, the linebacker. Ian Geffrard, the, the offensive tackle. Keon Brown, the wide receiver. And then, of course, Brock Glenn, the quarterback we've talked about a ton. What kind of magnitude... Uh, should Auburn fans kind of look at with this weekend? Uh, this is huge. Yeah. This is huge for Auburn. And all five of those guys are right in the middle of that SEC footprint, right? From from Louisiana up to Tennessee, yeah. Georgia, Florida, all represented uh, in just five individual official visitors. So that is a good kind of reemphasis of, hey, like this is, this is where we're, we're going to pull talent from on a consistent basis. Um, Interesting that there's no in-staters, so I think they're saving that for later in the yeah. game, which is smart because a lot of those in-state elites are taking their time. But some of these that are visiting are going to be a little bit closer to committing, particularly Brock Glenn. We all know you need to get your quarterback on board if you want to have a great recruiting class, and Glenn wants to be committed this month. So now that we're in June, the clock is, is really ticking for him. But I think it's a good group. It's a diverse group. And a couple of these guys, Glenn – uh, Osbury and mm-hmm. Jarrett in particular, heavyweight battles with big time schools across the SEC and beyond uh, in, in most cases. So th- these are these are good, uh, good timing visits as well, because for a lot of them, maybe outside of Jarrett, this is the first official visit, you know, so this is the bar setting visit of their recruitment period. So yeah. I think that's good for Auburn as well. Set the bar and be the the, the tool that these guys go back and compare to when they're looking at the, their next couple of visits. And, and in some cases, maybe right before a decision. So it, it's a good thing all around for, for Brian Harson this week. It's one of the bigger OV weekends that we're tracking going into the month of June. Yeah. So, I mean, you mentioned Brock Lynn. We'll start with him. We like to start with quarterbacks here. Uh, the kid from Memphis, you mentioned SEC battle. Um, it was Auburn, Missouri and Mississippi state. Then it was Auburn and Mississippi state. And then AM is kind of creeping their way in there as well. What does Auburn need to do to, to help kind of lay the groundwork for uh, for getting their quarterback of this class? Yeah, well, you look, Brock, Brock is is kind of a different quarterback recruit relative to some of the things we, we see most kids talking about. Now, look, he does want to be developed and he yeah. wants to go in a situation that is advantageous for him relatively soon. But he's not like, hey, I need to be the guy day one. And because I can do all these things. Uh, So I do think that there's a little bit of patience with him that is good uh, for what Auburn is trying to sell, especially with 
you know, this, this current quarterback battle left unsettled, a lot of uncertainty in the quarterback room going forward. Yeah. So he's not one that's going to be as glued in on that as maybe some other quarterback recruits. So I think reemphasizing the developmental aspect of what Auburn can bring and what Harson in particular can bring will, will, will be big with Glenn. Uh, he, he already knows a lot about the Tigers. He already knows a lot about the program, sure. his family, and his name's Auburn. His name is Auburn Brock Glenn, right? So it's you can't emphasize that enough. Does that help, uh, so or do you think it hurts? Yeah, it's 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 a big deal. So yeah. I think in terms of you know the planes in general, that stuff, it, that box is kind of checked already, right? Mm-hmm. He took an unofficial visit um, recently as well, so yeah, he knows the front end of it. It's about digging deeper to me with with Brocklin, who is is a kid that wears he wears his faith on his sleeve. Right. So that's something that I'd be curious to see how Auburn uh, utilizes, you know, at least in terms of information and presentation wise, how that how deep that goes. Uh, and then he's a kid who wants to be developed. So I think really digging into the whiteboard X's and O's and the, and the the plan at Auburn, I think something like that is is really paramount for a kid like this uh, at quarterback relative to some of these other visitors where it's more maybe about creating an impression. Glenn's already got the impression. You got to hammer it home and go as deep as you can with this recruitment because he's as familiar with Auburn as any program that is recruiting him. So you already have that to your advantage. In addition to his name, uh, you already have that to your advantage. I mean, it's an NIL deal just sitting there for him whenever he decides, you know, if he, if he ends up, at AU, the deal's sitting there. But beyond that, yeah. you know, how can you really sell the, the long-term play of living in Auburn, being a student there, developing on the field and off the field as well? Right. Uh, John, let's now talk about uh, another guy that you mentioned, Jaden Osbury. Seems like he was already on campus earlier this week helping his brother uh, yeah. move in. But, of course, the the linebacker from Louisiana, specifically Baton Rouge, um, He's been to Auburn a ton. Was at Auburn earlier this week, but now we'll uh, we'll be on campus in the official visit capacity. What do you expect to change there? Yeah, I'm kind of wondering if he just stayed, stayed all week. Like, did he just stay over there? Like, hey, like, yeah, you know, let's let's hang out with with Big Bro. Uh, and, and look, you have to start the conversation there, right? I mean, I think last year with that recruitment um, with Osbury, the elder Osbury, this was such a back and forth, like. LSU Auburn kind of feel right and then once Auburn won out you're like what's LSU gonna do with with Jaden and now they're not really under consideration to a high level so he's gonna leave the Baton Rouge footprint just like like his big brother did and of course at Auburn he's he's going to have now going forward that now that he's on campus he's going to have as much insight as he could possibly want on what life as an Auburn Tiger football player could be like so for me, the difference is now, okay, what about the football perspective and how it differs from Big Brother positionally, right? Because he's a linebacker versus his brother being in the secondary. Yeah. And I think that's where it's it's going to be all about Christian Robinson. And I think, you know, when we talk about individual recruiters in the SEC period, Robinson at linebacker, he's one of those guys that is going to keep the Tigers involved with the best linebackers on the board and, and Osbury has been high on the board for, for two plus years. Uh, I'm sure he was recruiting him when, when Robinson was at Florida. Sure. Uh, just like the Auburn coaches were recruiting him uh, before they went to UCF, right? Gus Malzahn and company. So yeah. I do think that this is a longstanding understanding of, of what Auburn is, but I think 
particularly the time or specifically, I should say, with Christian Robinson will be big for Jaden on this visit because there are some heavy hitting defensive angles that he's going to experience the rest of the way in his recruitment with the schools that he's involved with. You know, Notre Dame is starting to feel really good in this conversation because the words kind of gotten out like, hey, LSU, not really in it as much as, as maybe we thought they would be uh, this time of year. So now everyone kind of feels like the door is truly open uh, for, for this kid's recruitment. And this is one of the better linebackers in the country. So Robinson's ability to hammer that home one-on-one, yeah. -on -one, I think will it will be big for Auburn. I, I will just say it, that he will make a very good impression this weekend. And I think you, you might see some predictions starting to come in for Auburn relative to that Notre Dame buzz that we're starting to see from a national perspective. It could come down to those two. And you'd know better than me, Zach. Who, who's the last recruit that's it's come down to Auburn or Notre Dame for? I, I can't remember one off the top of my head. But I don't know. It'd be, be all the more fascinating if that were the case. Yeah, there's no question about it. John Garcia, our guest today, an offensive tackle taking an official visit this weekend. We'll get John's thoughts on Auburn's chances to pick up an offensive tackle. Boy, wouldn't that be nice. Today's show brought to you by Built Bar. Right now, they are rolling out different flavors of puffs. Built Bar puffs, they are delicious. They've got this marshmallowy goodness with protein mixed in there. They taste fantastic. It even says on the side, treat yourself to Built Bar puffs. It's easy. It's so easy. All you got to do is go to Built.com. Use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your order. While you're there, you'll see all the different flavors that they have, and you'll see the macro breakdown of, man, these are all low in calories, high in protein, low in sugar. It's exactly what you want. So Built.com. Use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off. That is at Built.com. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA, and now through June 30. Get 0% APR for 84 months, or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. John Garcia, an offensive tackle, making an official visit. Music to Auburn fans' ears. Um, I want to make sure I'm saying his name correctly. Ian, is it Geffrard? That's how I say it. Okay, I mean, the, the, yeah. then it's probably true. Yeah, three-star offensive tackle. You mentioned uh, all the SEC states being involved. He is from Mableton, Georgia. Um, what do we know about him? Yeah, he's he's a guy who's who's been a bit of a late riser uh, relative to some of the other okay. linemen on on the board for Auburn and, and some of these other schools. A guy who's once his twenty one tape twenty twenty one tapes started to circulate, started to pick up a, a lot more options. Uh, but Auburn was right there, right right in the mix during that sort of rise uh, for Ian. And uh, he's a grunt man. He's he's a wide bodied uh, offensive tackle type. He might be a guard down the line, depending on on how. His frame shakes, uh, you know, shakes out there uh, in college, uh, but he's got some swing potential, and that's the, any offensive tackle possibility is a big deal. Yeah, six six three fifty. You could kind of go either way depending on how you want yeah, to shape yeah. him. Yeah, it, it just it's going to depend. He's look, he's going to need to reshape and reassess, and I think yeah, that's you know that's something that he's going to he probably already knows uh, and and has an sure. understanding of. So depending on how that goes, 
will say a lot about about his position because you know these pass rushers are getting a little bit smaller and quicker uh, so naturally a guy that big is is a little bit uh, harder to deal with but look he's he's really good at the point of attack excellent run blocker as you'd imagine with the size that, sure. that he packs and and he's a Georgia kid so it's an SEC ACC kind of deal uh for the programs that are involved with him I do think again the positioning of this visit is big for Auburn because he is one that Looks like he's starting around third in, tor- in in terms of making a decision. He's getting closer to that point. Uh, North Carolina, a couple other schools are involved, and then there's this layer that's interested in him but hasn't like gone all in. Okay. Like for instance, Georgia is not all in on him just yet. So you know the the timing of him wanting to be committed a little bit sooner. This is this is really good news for the Tigers, because if he was taking his time, uh, then maybe that Georgia offer comes in September or October. And all of a sudden it's it flips everything on its head. It doesn't look like that's going to be the case here for for Ian. So I think that's great news for Auburn. Um, Easy sell here for the Tigers. They, They need offensive line help in just about every way, shape and form. Uh, So I don't envision uh, too much trouble from from the coaching staff's perspective in terms of why he's an important recruit for them. And I think that that priority level will will be big in his recruitment because there are teams that are interested but not, you know, full pedal to the metal with him. So if Auburn is closer to that pedal to the metal, all gas kind of mentality – I think that emotional uh, advantage could grow from Auburn's perspective here. So again, great timing uh, for this visit position of need, you know, those boxes are checked. And I think when you start to pair official visitors with one another, you start to do them positionally to a Mm -hmm. degree. So when your potential future quarterbacks on campus, and then there's an offensive lineman and maybe a receiver. Right. Now, all of a sudden, you start to talk amongst yourselves because you're all on campus together. And it starts to, to you know, become this cumulative effect uh, of, of camaraderie and almost team building before you're even committed to the program. So those things aren't by accident. And, and we've seen in the past, those start to play big in recruiting. So I do think that that is another thing that can't hurt the Tigers' chances here. John, based on folks that you've talked to, and just general assumption, do you think Auburn would take any any offensive tackle that was like a high three-star or better at this point? Or do you still think there would be a screening process? I mean, there's, there's always a screening process. I mean, look, you know, the, you got the two big in-state offensive tackles. Uh, th- those are, again, heavyweight battles there. Stan Ramil, Wilkin Formby. Uh, you, you got the kid down in my neck of the woods, Clay Whedon in Tampa, who you feel really good about there. So I think it's a tackle versus guard conversation. If Auburn is, is, is all in on him as a tackle, I do think the board – uh, could make it really interesting in terms of making that decision. But is there a limit? For, Do you think there's a limit of how many tackles they would take? Oh, I mean, they can't take 10, right? I mean, you, you man, it'd be take, nice if they did though. <laughs> yeah, I know. Some Auburn fans are like, why not? Why not? Uh, right. You, know, you got to take, you, there's a finite number you can take. I, I think it's, it's usually three, maybe four. If, I mean, it, I don't want to say it's desperation mode, but you know, you need, you need, you know, volume. As I, much as I, you I would not hesitate at all if they took four or five <laughs> offensive. I'm not, I'm, I'm not, I'm serious, John. I'm, I mean, especially with like, you know, the way kids uh, are transferring left and right. Like, I mean, they just need something at this position. Right. Look, and I think you, if, if you're viewing him as a tackle, 
there's some other conversations to be yeah. had. If you're viewing him as a guard and or a swing prospect, right. you can absolutely take him now. And I would, I think today, if if Ian's like, you know, hey, screw the visit, I'm ready to commit right now. I do think Auburn they would take, take him yeah. now if that if that's what we're getting at. I do think they take his commitment. Yes, I hope so. I hope so. Uh, you mentioned the wide receiver, a future wide receiver potentially being on campus. Keon Brown, the four-star wide receiver from Tallahassee, Florida. Uh, 6'3", 188, really good size for a, for a rising senior. You, you, you got to love that. But seems like John, just as of last week, he picked up a ton of new offers, one of them being from Ole Miss, West Virginia, Troy, Marshall. Um, obviously, I think Ole Miss is the most appealing of all of those, but seems like this is a riser as well. Definitely a riser, a kid we saw at the Under Armour Atlanta camp, and we're like, okay. same thing you said. I'm like, wait, this kid's 6'3". He's it's running big. pretty <laughs> polished routes. Yeah. He, he runs well, too. And I'm like, what in the world is happening here? Right. And really, since then, you know, everyone kind of has, has gotten the memo on Keon Brown. FSU, of course, has long been in on him because he's right down the road at, at Rickards High School in the city of, of Tallahassee. But really – everyone's been waiting for like, who's going to be the challenger to Florida state. And there's also a feeling where it's like, why isn't he committed? If you know, he's a Tallahassee kid, Mm -hmm. he's long been a target that they've offered and and courted. It's interesting that he's uncommitted at this point. He's looking to balance that out with other options. And now he sets this Auburn official on like, here we go. That's going to be the school that begins to compete uh, with Florida state uh, for Keon. And and I think this, this would be a great situation uh, for him. I don't think he's ever been to campus before. So this will be the opposite of what we talked about with, with Brock Glenn and, sure. and Osbury. This is like a true first impression ground floor view uh, of all things Auburn. Um, we talked about good positional recruiters earlier too. I think Ike Hilliard is starting to gain some traction in that department. He can obviously sell everything he's accomplished himself as a player, which does does give you some credence with recruits because you've been there and done that. Yeah. But now as a coach and a developer, I think he could start to flex some more on the recruiting trail, and Brown would be a heck of a get. If you, if you go into someone else's backyard, Auburn fans know this sure. uh, on both ends, you go into someone else's backyard, you get a kid from Baton Rouge or you lose a kid from Auburn, it, it hits differently. So if you go into Tallahassee and pull – a Keon Brown, it, it will hit differently in a positive way for Auburn. And again, it seems like Keon's been looking for that secondary school. So I'm curious now to see, of course, what the first impression is at Auburn, but yeah. also, you know, does Ole Miss get a visit? Because they're they're the most recent offer, like you mentioned. Who else gets involved with him? I know Florida was talking to him for a little bit. Other schools uh, have mentioned, you know, building with him. Does he hit some camps and try to up his profile more? Or does he start to see Auburn and Ole Miss and FSU and say, hey, you know, this is a good group to really lock in on and start to make a decision between those three? I tend to think it's going to be closer to the latter between the two. Uh, but again, people see 6'3", 180, and he's probably a little heavier than that now. And, yeah. and he could, he runs well. He's productive. All these things that are positive. He plays basketball. We, we love that. Other schools are going to see that too. So is it about upping his own stock or really trying to find, you know, the right school for him? And he's a quiet, a little bit reserved kind of kid. So I tend to think he's closer to the latter where he just wants to start locking in on where he's going to play his college ball. So again, great timing for Auburn to create that first overall impression. In just a moment, I'm going to get John's thoughts on the last official visitor coming to campus this week. And also, uh, I'm going to put him on the spot. I'm sure he absolutely 
loves that. Right here on Locked On Auburn. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, especially during March. Your eyes are on the road, but the driver in front of you has both eyes on their bracket. Their sudden braking puts you in a 16-car pileup that's anything but sweet. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this is worse than a busted bracket. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability, savings vary. I want to encourage folks to sign up and join the Locked on Auburn Discord, whether you're watching on YouTube or listening on audio. Uh, if you go to the show notes or the episode description, a link will be there. Also, a link will be there for AuburnDaily.com. That is Auburn Sports Illustrated um, coverage. Be sure to check that out. Putting up several articles a day about your Auburn Tigers. John Garcia, our guest today, the last guy coming in. This weekend, Jamal Jarrett, four-star defensive lineman from Greensboro, North Carolina. Great size, 6'6", 350. Um, you mentioned an SEC-ACC battle for somebody else that we talked about a second ago, but it's happening here, too. He's got crystal balls to um, to Georgia. He's got crystal balls to um, to North Carolina. Where does Auburn fit in with this kid? Yeah, it's funny. The same day we liked Keon Brown, we started to like uh, Jamal Jarrett at that Under Armour event got it. in Atlanta. As you mentioned, you know, North Carolina's got some traction here. Uh, he's from uh, that state and has visited UNC, I think, double-digit times at this point. So there's certainly as, as much familiarity as one could have with one school he's got with UNC, and he's already taken the official there. So they're going to be in it until the end, whether it's them or, or somebody else. And then Georgia and Auburn are among the schools that this calendar year have really upped the ante for Jamal Jarrett. And look, he's a massive interior defensive lineman. Sure. Uh, unfortunately for Auburn fans, he does give you some Jordan Davis vibes uh, in terms of just how he's built. Uh, so I'm sure Georgia is, is going to sell that and hammer that home when they get their official visit in a couple weeks. Uh, Clemson's involved. This is a heavy, this is a national battle more so okay. than a regional one. But look, Auburn is, has been in the mix again, right right around the time he started to rise. Auburn started to prioritize him, and he's he's felt that. Um, we know Jimmy Brumba's done a really good job of keeping Auburn in the mix sure. uh, for defensive linemen, and he's an interior guy at heart too. So you understand that you know that one-on-one with Jamal Jarrett will be good uh, for the Tigers' chances to stay in the mix. Again, you're getting an official visit out of him um, in, in the middle of some others. So I do think uh, that that's important for the Tigers, uh, again, to try to sell something uh, specific to him. And, and again, if you, you look at the recent history of interior guys, they, Auburn can stack up with a lot of these teams in terms of what they've been able to do in terms of all SEC guys and even NFL guys on the defensive yeah. interior. Derek Brown so I, posters all over yeah, the facilities. I mean, all over the place, right? Yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, he, he's a guy you pulled from out of state, right? From the state of Georgia. Right. So I do think that, you know, that can sell at a, a at as high a clip as, as one would perceive that Georgia or Clemson could sell him on. Um, I think if you if you're from outside the region, you're like, oh well, yeah, Auburn can't can't contend there. But I actually think they can because they, they can stack up from a production standpoint relative to some of the others. So I think with these SEC schools in general, with Jarrett, it's gonna be about 
presenting him something familiar because of that familiarity with North Carolina and how much he's spent time uh, in Chapel Hill. I do think it's going to be an uphill battle for someone to pull him out of that. Okay. But it, right now it looks like Georgia and Auburn could be the two uh, in the best position to do so. So the ball is certainly in Auburn's court ahead of this official visit. Uh, the timeline is up in the air. Last I saw with Jared, he could pop in the summer. He could wait a little bit. Uh, so with that uncertainty, it's good to have a the certainty of an official visit, especially because he's only got a couple left to take. So um, the ball's in Auburn's court here. Not an easy recruit to win. Maybe the, the toughest battle of, of the five we've talked about, yeah. but certainly still a winnable one, which is, you know, that's where you want to be. Sure. John, in, in the Locked On Auburn Discord, there is a recruiting channel, and uh, folks are constantly talking about guys, sharing tweets, and all that stuff. Um, and I always go to them, and I'm like, hey, what do you want to hear John talk about? What, what should I ask him? Um, and obviously, the, the official visits this weekend was the big thing. But every week, uh, I'm always hit up with, ask him who he thinks will commit next. And that is just such an open-ended question. It, it, it's impossible to answer that. But I will modify that question and ask it today. Of these five official visitors this weekend, who do you feel the most confident about Auburn landing? Probably the guy named Auburn. Uh, I think Brock Glenn is, is maybe the biggest priority for Auburn in this class. And we know his timeline is accelerated. He, he yeah. told me face-to-face, I want to be committed before I go to the Elite 11. The Elite 11 starts June 28th. So we're 26, 27 days away yeah. from there. And he wants to rep one school at that event. Um, I do think Texas A&M is creeping up his list, but they're going to host two other quarterbacks with offers from AM before the Elite 11, he doesn't have the offer yet. Uh, TCU, Virginia, uh, Mississippi State, all involved. Uh, and I, I tend to think it goes back to the original group, right? Florida State just offered him as well. I think it goes back to Mississippi State versus Auburn, unless AM pulls the trigger and, and goes all in on him, which I don't envision because Jaden Rashad and Dante Moore are both taking visits mid-month, yep. again, right before the elite 11. So I think Brock Glenn to Auburn makes a lot of sense as long as they hammer the development home uh, this weekend, but he will take all the trips. So don't expect the commitment this weekend. I think he will, you know, he's committed to taking those other visits, but I do think Auburn's going to be in strong position until this thing is over for Brock Glenn. And we know he's committing soon. So there you go. John Garcia. Thank you for your incredible insight as always. How can people follow you and, and find all of the content you're putting out? Yeah, realsimple.si.com, realsimple.com. It's probably a website, but <laughs> I'm that's sure it mine. is. <laughs> mine is uh, si.com slash college, or check my name out on Twitter, which Zach uh, so very fittingly put on the screen for you to see. So absolutely, John Garcia underscore JR. Absolutely. John Garcia, the best in the business, joining us. We'll be back tomorrow right here on Locked on Auburn. NCAA tournament is almost here and listening to Locked On College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.